Here, in your world, things are important. But what about the things that aren't important anymore? Well, sometimes those things end up here, in Dilstonia, where the Jifflings live on their little Jiffling ship. They find these things that we throw away and fish them out of their sea so that they can recycle them and put them to good use once again. And here they are now, ready to work. Eccentric young pumpkin. Ooh, I'm ever so excited. The hedge, who was a very lazy jiffling. Like, hey man, is it time for bed yet? Albert, the ship's gardener. Who's been in Emmy Cabbage Patch Lake? Friedeline, a very bossy Jiffling who keeps law and order on the ship. Come on now, Jifflings, it is time for work. And Miss Katie, who is just a little bit vain. I'm not vain, I'm just really, really beautiful. Today on the ship, all of the Jifflings were wrapped up very warm because it was terribly cold and icy. But everybody knew that jobs still needed to be done, so they put on their toastiest clothes and jambled out onto deck. Way, it's cold enough to turn me potatoes into snowballs, you know. Oh, it's cold enough to turn me into a snowball, Albert. Yeah, it is less than the average temperature that a jiff is used to. But we have our jiffling woolly hats and our jiffling woolly gloves, so there is no need to grumble. Aye, and we've got to keep an eye out for any icebergs, you know. The Jifflings were always very careful to make sure they sailed their ship very safely, Mm -hmm. but that was even more important when it was so cold. But all of a sudden, from the other side of the deck came a great big Jiffling shout. Ow! Ah! Ew! Miss Katie, are you, like, okay? No, I'm not. I fell over on the slippery floor. Oh, and are you hurt, Miss Katie? Well, no. I suppose I'm okay, but I'm still not happy. Well, you're wearing all the wrong kind of shoes there, you know. What you need is snow boots if you're going to be working in the snow. The hedge and young pumpkin helped Miss Katie to her feet, and she stomped her foot a little bit for effect. I hate snow boots. They're ugly. And I hate woolly hats. My hair needs to be seen in all its shiny brilliance. Never have I heard such nonsense. You wear the proper clothes so you can do the snowy time work safely. Miss Katie stroppily put on her boots and hat as all the Jifflings marched carefully out towards the front of the ship. But then... What's the matter, Miss Katie Man? These shoes are too tight. They're rubbing on my pretty jiffling feet. Miss Katie, you should only shout out if you are really in the trouble. Or the other jifflings will get very worried. Miss Katie pouted her lip and took a rather silly, stroppy, clumpy stomp forwards. And rather unsurprisingly, she fell over once again. <laughs> Now, the Jifflings never left any Jif behind, so they all came to help Miss Katie once again, when all of a sudden... Oh! Oh no! The boat had banged into something and come to a stop. Do you think we've hit land? A land of parties and dinosaurs? Maybe like a land of donuts? Well, we would not have hit anything 
if it wasn't for Miss Katie and all of her hullabaloo. Oh, look there, Jiffs. It's an object, but this time it hasn't been caught in your net. As always, an object that had been lost or thrown away on Earth had ended up in the sea around their ship, but with all of Miss Katie's noise, they'd sailed right into it. They all peered over the side of the ship and looked down at the object, which was golden and loopy, with a big rubber ball on the top. That looks like a shiny hobby horse that I can ride up and down the deck on. I think it's like a giant serving spoon to ladle out some delicious hot snow soup. Then Albert shook his head, for he knew just what the object was. He jumped up onto the story seat and got ready to tell the tale of what this mysterious boat-stopping object really was. Way I've heard all about this object from my great-granduncle, Uncle Beardsley. This is the elephant's trumpet, and it made more noise than anything else in the whole jungle. Well... In the jungle, it was very hot and very sticky, and there were all sorts of creatures that lived there, like giraffes with their big, funny, long necks. And there was also a baby elephant called Samantha, or Sam for short. No, Sam had a brother elephant called Edwin, and he had the loudest, most noisy call of all the elephants. He would pick up his big long nose that he called his trunk and make a big powerful noise. But he'd only make the noise when he had to, to warn all the other animals of danger. Now Sam loved her brother very much and she wanted to be just as noisy as he was. But when she tried to make a noise with her trunk, it only came out as a bit of a And so everybody laughed. One day, though, Sam was travelling through the jungle when she met a musical band. They had a drum player and a guitar player and, best of all, the loudest, proudest trumpet player you've ever heard. Well, Sam liked the trumpet very much and soon she was blowing into it herself. And guess what? She made three times the noise her brother ever did. So the kind trumpet player gave Sam the trumpet and she played it all day long, which made Sam very happy. But it made everybody else in the jungle very worried because every time they heard it, they thought there was trouble. Well, now Sam was sad because she didn't understand why everybody was upset until her brother Edwin explained they needed to keep their special noise for when they were really hurt or in trouble, otherwise everyone would get confused. Then Edwin promised to teach Sam how to make the same noise as him out of her trunk, without the trumpet. But as long as she promised to only make a noise when she really needed help, and not just for attention. So Sam agreed, and she threw away her trumpet because now she only needed her trunk to make a noise. And she only used it when she really had to. And because the elephants got rid of their trumpet, it's ended up here. And like, now the Jifflings will make a new use for it, man. Yes, indeed. For it is always a good idea to try and make a new thing out of an old thing. 
The Jiflings all worked together to heave the object up and free the boat. And luckily, the boat started to move forwards. Hey, maybe the trumpet could be a great big plant pot for planting some lovely red tomatoes. Hmm, it could also be the clothes rack. There we dry all of our nice clean clothes and then we put them away. But Miss Katie had another plan. She stepped forwards and she didn't complain about her snow boots or the cold one bit this time. If the elephants use their trunks to warn each other of danger, I think we should use the trumpet as a foghorn for the ship. Then we can sound it if we see an iceberg and we can all steer the ship to safety. Yeah! This is the most useful use that a trumpet could have to a jiffling. Well done, Miss Katie. All of the jifflings worked together to safely attach the very heavy trumpet to the front of the ship. And they took it in turns to keep watch for things in the distance and keep their ship safe and sound. And Miss Katie found she really liked being outside in the cold with her friends after all. And they even got to have a fun little snowball fight before it was time for bed. Good night, young pumpkin. Oh, good night. Good night, Albert. Well, I'll see you in the morning, like. Good night, Friedeline. And it is a good night. Yeah. Good night, Miss Katie. Night, night. Good night, Hedge. Hedge? Oh, I think the Hedge is asleep already. And goodbye to you, wherever you are. Hopefully next time you see a thing that you might throw away, you'll stop and see if you can use it again, just like our friends the Jifflings. And maybe the thing you use again will have a story to tell too. Goodbye. Bottleship was written mostly by me, Charlie Conquest. And a tiny little bit by me, Ben Mullins. All voices were performed by Charlie and Ben. And all audio production was by Ben. Thank you for listening to Bottleship. We hope you enjoyed it. Goodbye. Goodbye.